once again greetings in Jesus name what a privilege for me Kevin Williams from death postponed ministries to share the reason for my motivation even in difficult times when I was diagnosed with blood cancer I did not fret or was overstressed because I had to rely and depend on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ everything fails medicine fails doctors fail but I can with confidence state that in the midst of my blood cancer battle I had an out-of-the-world peace the peace that comes from the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today for my pastoral meditation I want to say the Lord our eternal rock I want you to know that that name that special name that name above all other name the Lord is our eternal rock it is our stability in sinking sand Christ will stand while all other towers fail Christ was before ancient history Christ is in contemporary history today and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be present even in the future heaven and earth will pass away but the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will endure unabated ceaseless ageless and is eternal my motivation for preaching Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 for the Word of God is listen to the majesticness and the completeness of God in the midst of troubled times Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 for the word of God is one it is alive and powerful I say people die but God's word and the person of Christ will never come to an end the gospel is alive and powerful bringing transformation and giving peace amidst a storm too the word of God is alive and powerful it is sharper than any double-edged sword three it penetrates even to the dividing four of the soul and spirit so God's power is revolutionary in nature it cuts through the soul and the spirit it goes through the joints and the marrow six it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of my heart and that of yours I say God's word know the content of our thoughts and he know the condition of my heart and that of yours complementary to the book of Hebrews chapter 412 comes the mighty word of God 2nd Timothy 316 all scriptures not just the old but the new not just the new but the old so the word of God is comprehensive in nature from Genesis unto Revelation even beyond listen to the benefits of God's word 2nd Timothy 3:16. all scripture is one it is God breath and ease it means God when God breath into Adam he became a living being he became a living soul so the word of God is alive and well it is operational it has the power to take you from your state of death into that of spiritual life therefore the word of God is God breath it means it is approved and sealed by God 
and the word of God will never turn unto God void or empty. It will accomplish what it sets out to do. Second Timothy 3.16 All scripture years. One, it is God's breath. What is the benefits? You may ask, what is the benefits? I give you four benefits of the gospel of Jesus and the word of God for you during the day. One, it is useful for teaching. It is a source of information. It teaches us what God wants us to be. B, it is useful for rebuking. There is so much false doctrines in our world today. There needs to be rebuked by the content of scripture. Three, useful for correction. When we are rebuked, the word of God will counsel us to, to be corrected. We need to divinely cut the word of truth. Because the word of truth is a double-edged sword. So it is useful for correcting for my correction and yours. Fourthly, useful for training in righteousness. We are called today to be blameless in the presence of God. And blamelessness is to be in a state of righteousness. And only the power of God the Holy Spirit can make man righteous. Religion cannot. Our position in church cannot. Nothing that man can do for himself can accomplish our righteousness in the presence of God. It comes by God, it comes from God, and it comes because of God for you and for me today. Greetings in the name of the Eternal One. Yahweh, the Lord, means the Eternal One. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same all may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his wonderful name. I want you to know that we are in a, we are in a day of change. COVID-19 has brought an exponential change in world affairs. But in the midst of change, come the changeless one. Comes the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same all may change, but Jesus, listen to, Jesus cannot change, Jesus will not change, it's the law of divine impossibilities that governs the changelessness of God, he cannot change, he is permanent, he is timeless, ageless, and ceaseless, he is the beginning and the end, he is the alpha and the omega, he is the first and the last. I'm Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's Problems. There are so much trouble in our world, but troubles, they are not new. They've been in ancient times, they are today, and trouble will be present. But I say the ancient principles from the Word of God is timeless, ceaseless, and can never be stopped can never be crippled, can never be confined. It continues unabatedly to transform lives for good. Today we continue our investigation for mental stability in changing times. 
I, I, I was in difficult times in 2019 when I was down with blood cancer. So you know that blood cancer is an incurable disease if God doesn't step in. Life steps into my death position. And what happens? Jesus postponed my death and he extended my life. Today we continue our investigation, as I said, for mental stability in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of fear, in the midst of stress, in the midst of worry, comes the person, the antidote for the culture of psychological ill-wellness. People are not well, people are ill. And Jesus Christ is the firm foundation, he's the source of life, and he's the giver of life. So in the midst of instability comes the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Remember, this eternal reality. Now this is an eternal reality as per the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1. What is this eternal reality? One, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Listen to this majestic revelation of the word of God. I come and I go. I cannot stay beyond. There's no overdue time for me to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven this is our current reality this is an ancient reality it's a reality today and tomorrow i call it the eternal reality that man comes and go point two a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which was planted. For the faith, now listen to this, uh, and this has brought me to a relook to the quality of my life today. For the fate of human beings is like that of animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so die the other. Because animals and humans all have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust, and to dust we will all return. Who knows if the human spirit rises upward, and the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. Now, this is profound. The, 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 I believe the word of God wants to reveal my temporalness. God wants to reveal my mortality, that nothing in this world is permanent. We will cease one day to exist, and then eternality will continue. I know with God, or in the eternal abyss, away from God. You've got, you've got to make a decision for Christ or the Antichrist. But this eternal reality exists to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die. Now listen to this. This is amazing for the fate of human beings. Whether you are known or unknown, whether you are famous or you are frail, whatever, if you are a billionaire, a multinaire, or you have nothing, listen to this eternal reality from the Word of God. The same fate that waits the animal awaits man. And, and people 
no person died differently. Yes, I may be a billionaire, so I have a golden casket, but we die the same as the animal. Now, you may ask the question, what is the value of life then? If, as scripture states, humanity dies like all the animals, so there is no guarantee in this world, but a sure thing is this, everybody die, let's investigate this condition called mortality of man. Point A. I want to say my first word of investigation into the mortality of you and me is the reality of man. Man is temporal, not permanent. We are born into this world, but we die out of this world, an eternal reality. Point one. We are creatures of time as per the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. Point A. Every activity under heaven is governed by time. This is majestic. No one can escape time. We are born at a specific time in history, and we will die at a certain time of history. Point two. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 was once said these words. There's a time for everything, and everything has a season. A season to come and a season to go. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2. A time to be born and a time to die. So if you are alive in this world, it means somewhere in history, I was brought through the womb of my mother into the land of the living. And one day I will cease to exist and I will go back to the womb called earth. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and earth to earth. So everything comes to an end. Like the principle, everything that goes up must come down. Everything that comes from the womb of a mother must go back to the valley of the earth, the womb, and become dust again. Everything that lives in this world will die one day out of this world. So if you make your position, your stability, if you make your fame your stability, if you make your brilliance and your geniusness your stability, it is sinking sand and one day it will come down and nothing will stand beyond the moment of his design. We will come to an end. And your money, your money and your position, your status, whatever you have created will come to an end. Point two. The eternal cycle of life is this. Point one. Humanity was created in time. Therefore, we are bound to time. I cannot escape my temporalness. Point B. Only fools believe that what happens today is new. God's word states this eternal principle as per Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 15. Whatever he is has already been. And what will be has been before. And God will call the past to account because ancient, present and future will eventually come to an end. So one day God will call us to accountability 
where we need to be responsible. What have I done with my life? All, all of the grounds is sinking sand. The only stability in the midst of our problems in our world is the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is ancient, He is present, and He will be future. He is timeless. Yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to His wonderful name. Point C. Whether we live today, soon we will be history. History only reminds us of all the yesterdays before. So the only important time is called today. Today, if you hear the gospel of Jesus redeeming you from sin, you make up your mind for Jesus today. Point D. Therefore, the only human reality is this. The only permanent thing in this life is change. Everything changes in time. We are infants, we are babies, we become infants, we are toddlers, then we become young people, then we eventually become old. So we come young, but we die old. There's no permanency in this world. Everything changes. So Jesus is the only sure foundation. He says, even though you die, gifts shall you live. So he gives us not just temporalness, but he gives us eternality, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point E. Listen to this. This is very profound. Humans has no advantage over animals as per Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 18. Now this is profound. So why are we then investing in, in mega stories, in, in big business, in being, becoming the successful advocate, lawyer, policeman? I want to own the world if the Bible says humans has no advantage over animals. As we see animals die out, so people die. Listen to the word of the Proverbs. The Proverbs writer, King Solomon, realized the following. A. As for humans, God tests them so that they may realize and understand humans are like animals. B. The fate of the human being is like that of the animal. No, this is, this is thought-provoking. C. What is the principle? As animals die, so do people. So the same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. Point D, all have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Have you seen animals, how they die? And when lost did you see people die? Death is in our face. Death is in every part of the continent in Africa, in every continent of the part of the world. Death is more present today than ever before. Like animals, people have no advantage. We will die ourselves. But what is majestic that Jesus Christ came to die in my place and that of yours. And after three days, he, he conquered life and death and the grave, and he lives abundantly and eternally. Now, it gives me the audacity that when I associate with Jesus, that if I die, yet will I live, because it is the promises of Christ. 
So if I have no advantage over the animals, then why do I, why do I continue to destroy others to want more? Soon, I will be destroyed. There's no sure foundation in sinking sand. But Jesus Christ has the ability to solidify sinking sand and give me the rock of all ages cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Point E. It is a very profound fact. And now I want to, uh, this is observation on the social media and on the TV. Elon Musk, the techno giant, although an international cessation, are no different. As animal dies, so Elon Musk will die, must die. He cannot even postpone the day of his death. Fame and fortune cannot prevent death and dying, whether we have or not, that day of my expected day of death will come. Whether I'm prepared or not, it will come. Only Jesus Christ says, I will die, and after three days I will come back. He is God. He took on humanity that he may die for our sins, and so when conquered, Satan, sin, and death, Whosoever believes on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will not die in, as, an, as a person with no hope. Jesus says, even though you die, yet shall you live. So, yes, I will die as a person, but Jesus gave this audacious guarantee. Yes, Kevin, you will die. My brother and my sister, you will die, but in Christ, death will become the open door to be face to face with the Lord. Now remember that great computer giant called Stephen Jobs. The computer giant could not prevent his death by blood by cancer. I believe that I am no better than Steve Jobs, but the only thing that I had, I had no billions. I was not, I was not uh, famous. I was not. I had no fortunes, but I had the only sure foundation, the person of Christ. In the midst of my blood cancel deal, I was redeemed from death by the person who died before, who conquered grave and the death, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So Elon Musk will die. Stephen Jobs died. Alexander, the great, the great builder of a great empire, he had many victories in battle, but there was a day in his life that he ceased to exist. He died. We can come, but we will go. Point B. I want to look at the second point, the mortality of man. The mortality of man, or the temporalness of man. Point one. Throughout human civilizations, strong empires like giant towers came and went. Daniel chapter 2, verse 44, that God will raise up, God will build an infallible kingdom, and all other kingdoms will come to an end. Point two, God's eternal prediction will prevail as per Isaiah chapter 30, verse 25. And there shall be upon every high mountain, and upon every high hill, rivers and streams of water, in the day of the great slaughter, when the towers will fall, 
Now many towers was built, but throughout time, because of time, they come and they wind. Nothing stands in this world. We are built in with mortality, the, the principle of death within our body. Point three, many empires came and disappeared. They rise and fall. They come and go. But Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the very God of the universe, still stands. Now, listen to this word of, of, of knowledge that I receive. Elon Musk, Stephen Jobs, Alexander the Great, King Herod, and all the great giants, they made history. But today, they are historical. One day we will hear that these great billionaires died out. Then they are historical personalities. Point four, remember nothing that man creates remains forever. Point five, built into the human makeup, the reason for, for the, our temporalness, our mortality, because built into the human makeup is the reality of mortality, the reality of death within my cell structure. Point six, mortality are being defined as a, the state of being subject to death. Now remember Jesus Christ took on death that we may come to spiritual life in Christ. Point B, that natural extinction to which all mortality is subject. Whether I am important or not, whether I'm a, a poor man or a billionaire, it, we are subject to mortality that death is in our DNA system. Seven. Let's look at thoughts on our mortality. A. Young people tend to assume, and many times we, they will never die. And I say so many times we think that we are so important that we will not die out. Point B. A person sends of his or her mortality increases as we grow older and older. Point C. Our mortality consciousness greatly increases after a serious accident or illness. In the midst of my blood cancer ordeal in 2019, I did out of this world peace because in the midst of my mortality, I call upon the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Bible states in Romans 10 verse 13, whosoever calls upon the name, that's the key, the name of the Lord, Yahweh, the eternal one, when God sees and listens to your call of fear, of anxiety, of stress, God comes into your reality and gives you peace amidst a storm. Point D, listen to this words of knowledge. One, time withers, mortar and brick. Two, rust destroys steel. Three, moth destroy fabric. Four, thieves come and steal. So there's no guarantee. Everything is bound to change. In our DNA, in our cell structure, in our bodies is a component called death. I come into this world, but I have to die out of this world. Point E. God's word states, 
our mortality in these Bible pictures. Now, God is giving us factual statements of what we are as mortal man. Job chapter 25, verse 6. How much less man that is a worm and the son of man that is a worm. The Bible equates mortality as a worm. We are here one moment and gone the other. Psalm 144, verse 4. Man, they are like a breath of air. Their days are like a passing shadow. I'm only a breath, and soon I will expire. James chapter 4, verse 14. You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then it vanishes. The Bible equates my mortality, my, my time of living, as a mist that appears before the sun. Job chapter 14 verse 2. Listen to that. The Bible says, like a flower, he comes forth, then withers away. Like a fleeting shadow, he does not endure. Imagine that the Bible states clearly that I am a fleeting mist. I am a fleeting shadow. There's no permanency in me. There's temporalness. There's mortality. It is the condition of death within. So money cannot protect me against death. My position cannot protect me against death. Nothing in the entire world but death is certain. We cannot escape this reality. Psalm 102 verse 11. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like the grass. This is my mortality. We are like grass. We are like the evening shadow. Now I want to reveal to you some historical evidence of this templeness that we, we see in our world. One, our reality as humans is temporalness, and this fact is documented in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, 7 to 9. I quote, It is good to be alive. It is nice to see the light from the sun. We should enjoy every day of our life, no matter how long we love. Know this that we will be dead much longer than the days of our life. Isn't this amazing? As police officials, we would now and then uh, visit the, the, the cemetery. And what you see is people died at the age of 35, but they are dead for 200 years. So we will be longer in a state of death than in the land of the living. The reality of our mortality is that we will die. So enjoy a life, but soon God will call us to accountability. And you know, we cannot do anything to stop death. It comes, only God can postpone our death if it is not the right time to die from this world. Point two, the dust of ancient emperors and cities lay buried for thousands of years their fame, their fortune, and the fortresses lies in ruins. 
their final state of nothingness lay still in the annals of history. Three, ancient civilizations like that of one Atlantis disappeared. B, the seven wonders of the ancient world, Babylon came and disappeared. The Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11 came and disappeared. The Egyptian, the, the Egyptian Empire and the house of Pharaoh, they came and disappeared. Ancient China, ancient India, Asian, ancient Persia is no more because what happens built into the mortality of nations and of people is the, the makeup of death within us. Jesus Christ took on, God took on humanity, received the name Jesus, and he took on physicality, and he died, but he did not stay dead. He conquered life and death, so that when we believe in the person of Christ, God will give us life, even though we die. Point C. I'm looking to a close. Our solid and ancient power still stands of the Lord. The name Yahweh, the Lord, the God of the universe, he still stands. One, there's no comparison between God and man. God is permanent, man is temporal. Man cannot become a God, but God became a man. The God-man, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ too. The comparison between God and man is stated in the book of Numbers, chapter 23, verse 19. Listen to this, I quote, God is not a man that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and shall God not fulfill? God is not a man. God is not a human being. Point three. Listen to this. God is no beginning and God is no end. God is eternal. God has no birth date and God has no day of death. God is eternal. Point four. The prophet Habakkuk, chapter 1, verse 12, states God's eternalness when he asks, Are you not from everlasting? O oh Lord, my God, my Holy One, the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Point five. Our God cannot be compared to time, as per Psalm 90, verse 4. For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it passes by. Although God caused time to be, God stands beyond time. God has no beginning, God has no end, God is eternal. So in the midst of our temporalness, in the midst of the COVID pandemic dispensation, I need dependency on the Lord, the name Hashem, the God of the universe. In the midst of my temporalness, I have permanency in the person of Christ. He is not a man that he should lie. This is my question for your meditation. In the days of trouble, what can we do for ourselves? 
We are not called to go to religious men. We are not called to go to the Pope or to politicians. They are building mortality. It means they will die out. Psalm 5015. Call upon me in the day of trouble. Isn't this majestic? You call upon the name, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in the day before trouble times, in trouble times, and beyond trouble times, Jesus remains the same. Believers in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are in the days of trouble. My answer, in trouble times, call upon that name. Who is that name? Hashem, who is that name? The Lord, the God of the universe, the eternal one. Point one, the phrase, the Lord is not a name, but represents the whole character of God revealed. Point two, King David reveals his reason for victory in times of trouble, and he said, the Lord is a strong tower in fearful and scary times. It is the name of the Lord that is a strong tower. It is the place of safety which God promises to those who run to him for help. Do not call upon politicians. Do not call upon religious leaders. Do not call upon community leaders. Call upon the name of Jesus and God will come in the midst of your soul. The name of the Lord represents safety in the midst of a whirlwind. Point six, the name of the Lord is a biblical expression for the whole character of God. That's why God says to Moses, I am what you want me to be, I will be. I am Jehovah Al-Sadai, the Almighty God. I am Jehovah Jireh, I will provide, says the Lord. So whatever we desire God to be, God is. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord refers to God's person and his character. Point eight. Proverbs 18 verse 16. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. A righteous person runs to it and is saved. Now what is the time calls us to run to the Lord, flee to Jesus? It represents dependency on the person of Christ. Not arrogance to be dependent on self. Nine, in times of trouble, I want you to read Psalm 46 because it gives us a clarion call for victory in troubled times. Psalm 46 reveals who the Lord is. I want to give you nine facts of God for difficult times today. One, God is our refuge and strength. Two, a very present help in trouble. Three, God represents both a city, a holy place, and the tabernacle of the Mosai. Four, God is present and God will help. Five, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Six, God makes war on our behalf. Remember the battle is not mine nor yours. Every battle is the Lord. And when God does your battles, victory is guaranteed. Seven. What's important in the midst of a storm, be still and know that the Lord is God. Eight. Exalt 
the Lord in troubled times. Don't just wait for good times. In bad times, call upon the name of the Lord. Point nine. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is my safety tower. Beloved in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when everything fails, our God remains. Heaven and earth will pass away, but our God will endure. Call upon the name of the Lord, our key to overcome whatever we may face in life. 1 John 5, 5 states my declaration of victory. Who are those that overcome the world? But they that believes and declares that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. So I call on you to understand that we live in difficult times and things are about to change. It has changed and things will be changing. But in the midst of sinking sand comes the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. My stability in sinking sand. Jesus Christ will stand when everything in this world falls. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's Problems. The Lord, our eternal rock for you today. In Jesus' name, amen.